Thunder and Lightning Puppy Dreams for Kids, Episode 5, The Silly Party. Lightning, my master Gabe Xanadu, peeked into the sleep room. You look tuckered out. I raised my head off my pillow and yawned. A really big yawn, with my jaws wide open and pink tongue curling. Thunder was already sleeping. We'd had a super day today. The boys threw a big party for us. After two months with them, they planned a lot of surprises. They even put paper cone hats on our heads and took pictures. Get some rest, little guy. My boy came over, laid a blanket on top of me, and scratched my muzzle. He even found my toy mouse, Squeaky, and laid him by my head. I placed a paw on Squeaky to keep him from getting away. Two seconds later, I floated into dreamland. Looking around, I tried to figure out where I landed. Whenever I went to sleep, my mind wandered to many strange places. I puzzled out my location. The house next door. We were in the backyard. That meant I would have to deal with two girls, Sylvia and Penelope, and their cats, Salt and Pepper. I immediately went on alert. My nose told me the four kids gave my master, Alex, Thunder's master, and the two girls played around the corner. A portable table stood in the middle of the yard with four chairs around it, one on each side. Something smelled yummy. I nuzzled Thunder to join me, but he stretched and didn't move. Too bad for him. I kept an eye out for salt and pepper and stalked the table. When I arrived, I leaped on a chair, then onto the tabletop. Little stars, smaller than my paws, sprinkled the tabletop with color. Sharp colors, shades of yellow, blue, and gray. Lots of shades. When I stepped on top of them, they stuck to my pads. Shiny papers cut real thin stuck out of plastic cups. Each cup had a straw. In the center of the table, I found a reason for my interest. Underneath a plastic container rested a sweet-smelling cake. The strong odor made me want to eat some right away. My saliva started dripping on the table. But a new scent crept in. Cats. I left the container alone to search for the intruder. It had to be salt or pepper. I peered over the edge of the table. Pepper sat on a chair like a queen, licking her paw. I yipped at her. Yip! She ignored me. I jumped onto the chair and chased her around the corner of the house. We ran right into the kids. They stood on a concrete square and bounced a ball to each other. Looked boring to me. Gabe! Sylvia stopped their game. Tell Lightning to stop chasing Pepper! Lightning! My master held out his hands. Come here, boy! We should get ready for the party. Alex stepped off the concrete pad and whistled. Thunder! Here, boy! Gabe looked at my feet. I can see you've already found the party table. He removed a few stars that stuck to my paws. This will be fun! Thunder joined us. We walked toward the table and passed it. We haven't been in the attic forever, Penelope, the youngest, piped up. You wouldn't know, Sylvia shook her head. You're only eight years old. 
I've been around a lot longer than you. Being 13 doesn't mean you know it all. The younger girl opened the back door of the house and dashed inside. We're going upstairs to the attic. I couldn't tell to whom she made the comment, but the mother answered from another room. That's fine, dear. Be careful with the fragile items. Don't touch the antique paintings. I'll watch her, Mom, Sylvia sighed. She needs a full-time babysitter. Alex laughed. <laughs> Meet you upstairs. The two kids raced each other. Gabe trailed behind. He clicked his tongue. <coughs> Hurry. Thunder and I trotted to the stairs, taking them at our own speed. Thunder, taller than his master's knees, had no trouble taking two stairs at a time. I worked hard to jump up one step at a time, since I barely stood higher than one stair. Finally, my boy picked me up and carried me three full flights up to the attic. Someone flicked on a switch. Two lights dangling from the ceiling came on. The lighting in the room seemed dim to me, but I didn't care. My nose and ears would paint a good picture. Look, Sylvia went to a box with hats in it. My granddad's hat collection. Here's the dresses. Penelope opened a wooden closet. The boys didn't look impressed. The musty smell made me sneeze. Shoo! Don't you have anything up here like guns or trains or model planes? Gabe scanned the room for toys. Maybe in that corner, Sylvia pointed to a dark area across the room. I heard a rustling sound. I growled. What you got, buddy? My master moved cautiously around boxes and furniture, heading to the opposite corner. I sniffed, creeping toward my quarry. A familiar smell filled my nostrils. Thunder joined me. A skittering sound attracted me to the right. Get your pets. Sylvia went to the table on one side of the attic and dropped lots of clothing on top. Penelope, get salt and pepper. Gabe came to me, scooped me up, and deposited me on a chair. Stay. Thunder had to sit next to his master, Alex. Three minutes later, the girls each had a cat. Sylvia held pepper, and Penelope had salt. Okay, three minutes, Sylvia tapped the table. We judge the winner of the clothing contest when the alarm goes off. She wound a metal key in the back of a roundish object, set it on the table, and it began to tick. Tick, tick, tick. Gabe searched the table, found a tie, then tied it around my neck. I tried to rip it off by nipping at it. Lightning, cooperate. He found a small shirt that smelled like old, rotten baby formula. This baby's shirt will fit perfectly. Thunder, pepper, and salt all had the same indignities going on. We weren't people, and we didn't want clothes. Pepper kept twisting until Sibyl pinned her to the table, trying to make her wear a hat. Salt endured Penelope stuffing his hindquarters into a short pair of pants. Thunder, because he was three times my size, got to wear a man shirt that smelled like a cigar. The ticking slowed down. One minute, Sylvia put a band around Pepper's head and stuck a feather in it. 
Pepper kept knocking it out. Finally, Sylvia used it as a toy, tickling Pepper's nose while she lay on her back. 30 seconds! Penelope put a hat on Salt's head, but it covered up most of his body. The alarm went off. What a mess. No one looked right. Mommy! Sylvia clutched Pepper tight. We need someone to judge our costume party. In a minute, the steps creaked, and the mother's head appeared in the stairwell. What have we here? A real beauty contest. Sylvia wrapped a ribbon to look like a collar around Pepper. With a band on her head and a feather in the band, she looked like an American Indian princess. Sort of if you used your imagination. Sylvia had to squeeze really hard to hold her in place. I wondered if Pepper could breathe. We'll give Pepper Princess an A+. Sylvia's mom looked at Thunder. Thunder had a bowler hat, kind of round with a big rim on his head. The shirt he wore fit pretty well, but he kept trying to work it off. Thunder smells like a smoker. He gets a B minus because he can't keep his hat on. The mother slid over to Penelope. Salt's pants kept sliding off. He didn't want to play this game at all. Penelope, dear, the mother put her hand on her shoulder. We can't blame you for your model's dislike of clothes. We'll give you a passing grade for trying. Penelope's mommy moved to look at me. I sat up in the chair, hair fluffed out, Tied properly tied, shirt on straight, and wagged my tail. Not bad, the woman strolled to my other side. Hmm, I would rate lightning a B plus. Well done. Mommy, Sylvia struggled to hold a squirming pepper. Could you bring up the china teacups for our special time? Of course, dear. The mother brought up tiny cups, put two in front of each of our masters, and filled them with water. I was thirsty. I licked my lips. Then I heard the scratching sound. Gabe reached for a cup, and I dropped from his lap, hunting that critter that scampered around. Lightning! Gabe stood. Let him go. Alex rubbed Thunder's shoulders to keep him in place. He'll come back in a minute. My master sat. Let's toast each other, then have our models take a drink. Sylvia sipped her water, and everyone else did likewise. The scratching sound came closer, and I knew that smell. I pounced. Would you like some more water? The woman poured from a china tea kettle into each person's cup. Thanks. Now our models can drink. Sylvia raised Pepper's cup and held it in front of her. That's when I brought back the squirming mouse, jumped up on my master's lap, and dropped my special gift for our party on the tabletop. The girls screamed and dropped their cups. The boys laughed. The mother ran for the stairs. The frightened mouse skittered for cover next to a cup. And Pepper and Salt chased the mouse off the table, knocking all the china to the floor. When the china shattered on the floor, I woke in my bed making little yipping sounds and pawing at Squeaky. He had that familiar smell. 
Gabe tickled my ears. Settle down, boy. You've got him. Squeaky's not going anywhere. I hope you've enjoyed the fifth episode of the Thunder and Lightning Puppy Dreams for Kids podcast. Make sure you subscribe to my channel to follow the series and tell your friends about these terrific podcasts by Aaron Amzuk Jr., creator of the Thunder and Lightning Young Adult Mystery Adventure Series for fourth grade reader students and above. You can find Aaron Zook's books on his website, zookbooks.org, or at boldvisionbooks.com. That's B-O-L-D-V-I-S-I-O-N-B-O-O-K-S.com. And prepare yourself for next Friday's release of the hilarious episode number six, The Wild Ride. <laughs>